So the thing that I was dreading when we were getting ourselves together in Mombasa is this one particular leg of our flight coming back home to the United States. And this particular leg of the flight was going to be a 10 hour flight. Now we have flew from Mombasa, Kenya to Istanbul, Turkey, and that flight was about six hours. We ended up having a six hour layover in Istanbul. Trust me, that will not ever happen again, but I was actually comfortable because if you've never been in that particular airport in Turkey, um, see it. It is, it is a really, you know, uh, well-built airport, but we was in the lounge, just the, uh, IGA lounge. And they had this thing called priority pass. You buy it for the year and you can go in any lounge, um, in any airports throughout the world. And if you are a frequent traveler, um, I would suggest get that. I mean, it was awesome to have that because especially when you're doing those international flights, you can go in there is, you know, food laid out for you. You know, you can charge your devices. They have, you know, a shower. So you can take a shower because, you know, when you're on the long flights, you know, you want just a good shower to relax. So, you know, you can take some good showers, everything, chill your nerves. It's relaxed, everything until, you know, your flight. You don't have to get up, go looking for, uh, you know, the gate and anything for your flight. It's all like right there. It's just easy for you. So, when it got to the time of the flight, you know, you got this 10 hour flight, 10 hour flight. And, you know, so we get on our flight and everything, sit down and, and, um, you know, you got to, you know, get yourself prepared to fly that long. I mean, because that was my first time actually flying 10 hours. Some people have flown more, you know, I've talked to people who flown directly from the U S to Thailand or the U S to, you know, Australia. I mean, nonstop flights as, you know, like I said, and, um, you know, even the, them was saying a layover is good just for for your sanity, even if you're flying business class, but on the flight now, not near me though. I want to make sure to say not near me, but near a few other people that was within our group. They had some parents, they had some parents on that flight and they had two children. Now, these are two sets of parents I'm talking about. I'm not talking about this one individual group of parents. Now, you're flying for 10 hours. The bit, Sometimes you want to sleep. You want to sleep. You want to try to sleep as much as you can to eat that time up. So you can sleep four, five, six hours. Shoot, you can sleep seven, eight hours. Hey, awesome. You can eat up that flight. You'll, you won't be realizing that you're flying that long in the air. But that could not happen. Because you had some inconsiderate parents. These inconsiderate parents was allowing their children to keep crying. And as I was watching these parents, one child would cry. Maybe that one would be quiet. Then the next one would start. They wouldn't do like a lot of us would do. Now, mind you, these particular parents have a certain religious persuasion. And from what I was told, they don't believe in doing certain things that maybe the rest of us would do. Like I have a little grandson, he's seven months old. And one of the things that he likes to even watch is on Netflix, a uh, Charlie's color farm factory. He likes watching that. 
Now, I would not allow my grandson to be crying and crying and crying and getting on people's nerves, okay, on a flight. I would make sure I have everything prepared, the tablet charged up, but they have ports you can charge things up. I would walk around with him. If if he was starting, I'd make sure he isn't hungry, he isn't dirty, etc. And I, I would do that because I don't want to just disturb people on the flight that could be sleeping. But these parents did not do that at all. They just sat there and let those kids cry. It was so bad that people was actually getting upset and making comments about saying, hey, shut that child up. You know, say you and the reason why they responded that way, because they didn't get up and do anything about it. And what I'm saying in this podcast, if anyone's listening, whether it's a short domestic flight or even a long international flight, control your children, control them. And if, and if you feel like you can't control them, then don't fly long flights with your child getting on people's nerves. You know how much people pay for international flights. They don't want to hear your baby crying constantly. I can understand, you know, is at times people understand the baby may not be feeling good or something, but, but you should not fly with your child unless you know how to control your child. I remember I even asked a question about even my little grandson at a certain age. And I say, Hey, would it be okay to fly with him internationally like that? Like, nah, he's too young. He needs to be a little older and explain why, you know, the, the healthcare is not the same like the U S in certain places. Um, you know, you don't want to be stuck in the air that baby having an issue. So, so it, it made sense, you know, and, and even my five-year-old, you know, I mean, we maybe next year we'll start taking her, you know, certain places, you know, internationally, um, as they come up, but cause you know, she, she eats on her own. She uses the restroom on her own. She's not crying or, you know, nothing like that. You know, she, she's in school, you know, actually she just <laughs> went to school. I'm so proud of her. She, she's doing very, very well, but I wouldn't sit up there and annoy people on a trip. I wouldn't do it. Have some consideration for other people. I know it's baby. Listen, I got kids. I know how it is to be a parent. I got a grandchild. I know about that too, but I'm not going to sit up there and let my child just cry, 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 get on people's nerves when I can actually get myself up on the plane and walk around with my child, try to entertain my child, try to, you know, give them whatever they need to calm them down. Sometimes them children want you to walk around. You can't just sit in a chair to get bored. So walk around, let them look around the plane or something. That, that's something you could do. They don't mind you walking around the plane on the international flight. They don't mind. They're cool with that. Walk around with that kid. That kid get tired just as much as like when, if I sit on a plane so long, I get tired. I stand up. I walk around a little bit. So maybe that kid just tired. That kid may not even be, you know, hungry or nothing bad happening to him, but you're lazy. You're just sitting there. And letting this kid cry, that kid can be bored or whatever else a kid can, can be. And I'm not faulting the child, but I'm faulting the parent. It's your fault. You're getting on people's nerves. So, so, so for hours upon hours, you're letting these kids cry, getting on people's nerves, and then they nerve was shot by the time they landed in New York at JFK. And as I'm talking to the group that came with us to Kenya, you know, a, a few of them was aggravated because of the, 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 those children. Because their parents refused to control them. I mean, come on, have some consideration for other people. I'm just trying to put this out here because one thing I can't stand is parents that don't control their kids. I can't stand that. 
I can't stand it. And that'd be them same kids that grow up, that do things they have no business, getting in trouble, and then in some persuasions, they grow up to be mass shooters. You get what I'm saying? Control those kids. That's the only thing I'm saying. Or don't fly with them. Nobody wants to hear that. I know not too many people will tell you that on a podcast. But once again, it makes you reiterate. I am a parent. I'm a grandparent. So I have children. And I still would not allow my children to harass people or get on people's nerves like that when they're trying to fly for 10 hours. And then the killing part about it, not only the parents were there, they had other family members in both parties because I guess they all went to some event in, in, in Turkey. So, so they all was coming back together in, in all these groups of families. And, and multiple family members could have grabbed those kids to try to calm them down. If maybe somebody wanted to sleep or, or whatever the case may be. No, nobody did anything. He sat there and let that kid cry and be an agent of torture to people. Control your kids. Control your kids, especially on international flights. Nobody want to hear that mess for 10 hours. I'm just got to keep reiterating this. Nobody want to hear that crap for 10 hours. If you can't control your kid, figure something else out. Leave me your thoughts. Thank you for listening to the Philo Scott Audio Experience. I hope you learned something from our program. Make sure if it's your first time here, go and check out all the episodes that we have. Stop binge listening. That way you can get acclimated to everything that we're talking about. If you like our show, and we would greatly appreciate you liking the show, support us monthly. You can do it as little as a dollar or more. Support of the show helps us to keep going, helps us to change, upgrade, buy equipment. You know, eventually we're going to start bringing guests in, and we want to make sure we put on a great show for you guys. So support is definitely something that we greatly appreciate. We definitely appreciate all our supporters that we have now. We love you. We cherish you. Thank you for everything that you're doing. See you next time.